Amen. So tonight, guys, I want to use for a moment of focus. You have a choice. Amen. I want to use that tonight for our train of thought. You have a choice. Amen. Uh, I remember we we taught this before, and I remember that uh, I, there's a question I asked you guys uh, that Kirk Franklin has a song, and in that song, um, it says, do you want to be happy? Amen. I think there's a line in there that says, do you want to be happy? Um, and then it said, but if you keep on um, doing the things that keep bringing you pain, amen, uh, you have no one to blame. Amen. So if you want to be happy, uh, you have a choice. Amen. You have a choice. Let's pray. God, I thank you now for this word. Our Father, I ask that you allow it to go into good soil you on tonight. And then God, let it grow into a great harvest. Let your word tonight be relational, revolutional, and uh, revel revelational and revolutional and relational. So God, I thank you for what you're doing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Revolutional, revelational, and relational is the seed that God is going to plant in us on tonight. And the reason why I say it's a seed because those of us who know Psalm number one talks about a tree. Amen. It talks about a tree. And most trees, amen, are planted. They start from a seed, amen. And so, um, watch this. Having a choice is a seed. <laughs> Listen. Having a choice is a seed. And if you plan to choose to be happy, watch this, then you're going to do the things that's going to continue to bring you happiness. Understand what I'm saying to you. Listen, it says, how happy is the man who does not? So that means you have a choice. You can either do it or you can choose not to. So you have a choice. You have a choice to curse. Come on, talk to me. You have a choice to go. You have a choice to stay. And a lot of the things that we chose in life God allowed us to choose a lot of the things that came into our lives and where God had already had some stuff planned for us, but we chose to go a different way. So we have a choice. It's 2022. And a lot of us have been complaining about 
things that's going on in our lives. Amen. So if we can choose to complain, we can also choose another route that can bring us happiness. So let's see. What did the Bible say? How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked? So now that, that, that tells us step number one to staying happy. <laughs> now I want you to understand about happy and, 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 and uh, other translation says blessed. Now, let's see what that actually means. So, I, I wanted to look into another uh, commentary that had some different things in it. So, let's look at this word, blessed. Bless uh, is translated from the Hebrew word, esher, E-S-E-R, which has the idea of happiness. And contentment. Esher comes from the Hebrew word ashar, a s h a r, which is in its root means to be straight <laughs> or to be right. So watch this. Blessed is the man. Happiness, the blessedness, the contentment in the life of the man or woman who is right or straight with God. <laughs> Come on. The righteous man will be blessed, a blessed man, a blessed woman, and a happy man or a happy woman. Somebody who is straight with God. Blessed means supremely happy or fulfilled. In fact, the Hebrew word is actually a plural which denotes either multiplicity of blessings or a tensification of them. So as we go down, watch this. As you go down, you will find out that when we choose not to listen to the wicked. Come on, talk back to me. Because, now, the opposite of happy, watch this, the opposite of happy is unhappy. So if you make a choice to listen to the advice <laughs> of the wicked, there's a good chance you won't be happy. There's a good chance you won't be straight with God. There's a good chance they would tell you something uh, opposite of what you ought to do for God. Huh? Has anybody ever ever said to you, uh, why are you giving your last dime, your money to that old preacher down there? Come on, y'all ain't saying them back to me. Mm -hmm. Why are you giving your, your money down to that old church, this and that and that, and your family this and this and that. And see, and what the wicked don't understand is not the fact that you're giving to a man. Watch this. But your obedience. Hey, wife. But your obedience is what God sees. 
And because he sees your obedience, you're blessed. Now, that don't mean always money going to fall out the sky. That don't mean you're going to walk outside and somebody going to throw some keys in your hand. That doesn't mean all of that stuff. Now, can that stuff happen? Yes, it could. But before all of that, that there are some things we have to do in order to assure and ensure our happiness and our blessedness in God. And the first step is not to follow the advice of the wicked. Because the wicked man will tell you to take those $30 that you want to do for tithe and let's go spend it on this. Come on, talk back to me. He would tell you, don't man, you, yeah, you can miss some, one Sunday school. You can miss one Sunday morning. God God know your heart. Anybody ever got told that? But God know your heart. You can miss one day. Yeah, God ain't going to forgive you. God ain't going to uh, strike you down for missing one Sunday. Listen, that could be true. But also, that one Sunday you miss. <laughs> Come on here. That you gather together. With other saints, that one Sunday could have been that Sunday that God could have used somebody in the sanctuary, in the assembly of the saints to bless your life. The Bible told us never to forsake ourselves to assemble with one another. So whenever we got a chance to assemble, with, don't forsake it, go. But see, the wicked would tell you, oh man, you can miss a, a, a Bible class. You, you got Bibles at home, don't you? Listen here. You cannot follow the advice of the wicked because that's a road that will lead you to nowhere. Amen. So listen now. Let's go. Uh, so, 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 so great joy comes from obeying God. Watch this. And refusing to listen to those who discredit or ridicule him. Friends and associates can have a significant influence on us, often in subtle world, in subtle way. Hey, Miss uh, Kelly, God bless you tonight. So you have to be careful. Because if the right friend come to you and, and say, man, listen, girl, listen. <laughs> if the right one come to you, you, you could be more than likely uh, follow their lead. And while they're leading you this way, and while you're going down this path and while you're listening to the advice of the wicked, you're slowly tearing your relationship apart with the father. And now it looks as if what Jesus did for you has no avail. So when we follow after the wicked, it begins to tear the relationship ungodly counsel. Come on, talk back to me. You, you can't listen to people. Now, I know what you're saying. Red, but I've been knowing these all these people all my life. Listen, 
I got people I've been knowing all my life. <laughs> I got dude, I got a couple of guys I've been knowing all my life. But I know some of them, you know, ain't, ain't don't really have no good counsel to give your boy. <laughs> so I don't really listen to them. We talk and laugh and joke. But when it comes to counseling and giving sound advice, can't do it. Can't do it. So the first step to choosing is that you have to choose, first of all, not to follow the advice of the ungodly. You can't do it. Let's see what the second thing is. The second thing is, um, the second thing that you have to choose, you have to choose, watch this, not to stand in the pathway with sinners. Not to stand in the pathway with sinners. Let me say it again. Not to stand in the pathway with sinners. A pathway. Anybody can, anybody knows what a pathway is. You ain't got to say nothing. I can't see your hands waving, but if you already know what a pathway is, then you, you know that a pathway is something that has already been dug out. Come on. Trudged out. And you can, as a matter of fact, when, when it was winter time, when the snow was, you know, good and on the ground, that, you know, when people walked through the snow, they, they drudged out a pathway. Come on here, talk back to me. It, they dug out a pathway so that you can walk through it. But now, the same way like it is with sinners. Sinners have a certain pathway of life. There are no morals on that pathway. Come on, talk back to me. There's no integrity on that pathway. There's no character on that pathway. There's no sense of responsibility on that pathway. So you have to choose not to follow after sinners. And it says not to stand in the pathway with sinners. So in other words, not, not only should you choose not to listen, but you should also choose not to follow. Come on, talk back to me. I know them your homies. I know them your girls. But if they go into the strip club, come on, talk to your boy. We grown tonight. If they go into the strip club to get drunk and skunky and high dudes all over, that, that don't mean you got to go. And it's all right if they call you a name and then you this and you that and you got to go home to your husband or you got to go home to your children. You ain't saying nothing back to your boy. You got to go home to your children. It's okay if you don't go out Saturday and, and stay out all day Saturday. Amen. And, and then run back into church on Sunday. You can't do that. I, that was me. And check this out. Can I say this to you? I don't want to get in trouble, but I know I might. But don't you know the people, hmm, the people who I was following the pathway with were the same people I was singing in the choir with. 
You ain't got to say nothing back to your boy. Oh, I, that's fine with me. I was singing in the choir with <laughs> I was in the pulpit with him. Come on, you ain't saying nothing back to me. Smoking, drinking, chasing out the folk. Come on. And we were all in the same place. Singing, praising, shouting. Talking about, come on, doc. And right after, we going down to the club. Following in the pathway of sinners. And don't you know sinners can look like you and they can look like me. So in following them, watch this, and following in the pathway with sinners, you begin to adapt slowly to that lifestyle. You, you never smoked a day in your life, but since you've been around them, all of a sudden you find yourself picking up a cigarette every now and then. You ain't got to say nothing back to me, I know. You ain't never drank a day in your life. I can tell you this. When I started, when I went to the army, I never drank a day in my life. But when I got there and started hanging out with dudes, some, now listen to me, some dudes were still in church. All the way in the army, they were still in church. But when I got around some other guys and other, they was drinking, I, and they're like, come on, come on, uh, they, what they call me, Chris, Chris, come on, Chris, come on, man, take a drink. And, you know, I'm like, no, nah, doc. You know, for a while, I was holding off. For a while, I was okay. But after a while, a sip became to a swallow, a swallow became to a gulp, a gulp became to a whole bottle. Why? Because I began to slowly adapt into the pathway with the sinners. Instead of me, watch this now, trying or instead of me testifying of the goodness of God, I was out there skunking drunk with them. So no matter if I tried to give a testimony, it wasn't going to be heard. And see, following in the pathway with sinners, it tarnishes and strips the power away from the testimony of what God had allowed his son to do in our lives. So you have a choice. You have a choice not to follow counsel. You have a choice not to follow in the pathway with sinners. And these two things leads us to number three. Watch this. Or sit in the company of mockers. Or sit in the company of mockers. We have a choice in the kind of life we want. We have a choice in the kind of life we want. But you have to choose not to do some things even when it's unpopular. See, even when it doesn't put you 
and the crowd with all the cool folks. Even if it means somebody talks about you and scandalizes your name. You have a choice to live the type of life that Jesus said that you can live. But you have to make a choice. Please share if you believe that this message is going to be a blessing to you or if it's being a blessing to you now. So how do we make these choices? How is it possible for us to choose? And the first thing we have to do is begin by listening to the word of God. Amen. By listening to the word of God. Those three knots will help you to go into verse number two. Because it says that instead, that means instead of you going and sitting and chilling with people who are always critical. Come on, who are always cynical, who always got something to say, who, who always want to do this and who mocks and laughs at whatever God is doing in your life. Don't sit, don't be part of that group that takes part in that type of behavior, knowing that's not who you are. So, but when we begin to listen to the word, then the word begins to tell us how we should act. Look at what the word said. I'm going to say this and we're going to get out of here. He said, don't sit in the company of mockers. Now, early I said, that when you have people who are influential in your life, sometimes, even without you knowing, you're doing the same thing they're doing. It's not your intent. It's, it's never your, your, your idea of doing, but because you're in the group with certain people, you let your guards down. Come on, talk back to me. You know you want you you didn't you know didn't want to cuss, but since you in the group with people and they and you kind of cool with them, you go ahead and cuss. <laughs> Come on. And before long, you just it just flows freely. And so now what you do, watch this. So now what you do when you're with the mockers, you mock. Watch this. But when you're with the saints, you pray. How's that happening? <laughs> oh, come on, talk back to me. So then we begin to pretend, right? Because we figure, watch this, when I'm with the mockers, I can be real. But when I'm with the saints, I got to put on the show, huh? How about be real with the saints? And be real all the time. You don't have to put on a show. 
Come on, talk back to me. Because the opposite of choosing not to is choosing to do it. And this Bible, and I'm sure your Bible says that if you want to be happy, then there's some three knots you cannot do. You cannot be a mocker. You cannot hang out with sinners and you cannot follow wicked counsel. Instead, look at what the Psalm says. Instead, his delight is in the law. Some Bible say law. This one says instruction. And he meditates on it day and night. So it seems like it should be number two first, then one after. No. He said, because when you don't do these things, then instead of doing those things, that's what he said, instead of doing those things, because you choose not to do those things, now, instead of not doing those things, instead of doing those things, get your mind and your body and your spirit in the word of the Lord and allow the instructions of God to lead you. He says his delight is in, when you delight in something, when something is delightful to you, you like that. And then it brings you pleasure. It brings you joy. Come on. You find harmony. You get peace. Come on, talk back to me. You get all of these things when you delight. Listen, who goes on vacation and hates it? Now, now, if you didn't choose the right hotel, I understand you may not like the hotel, but I'm just saying. You go to Jamaica, you're going to be delighted in Jamaica. Why? Because you're going to find what you need there. You're going to have fun. You're going to have some uh, pleasure. Come on. You, you're going to be delighted in where you are. And here's what I'm saying to you. When you find Delight, watch this, in God, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. Meditating on his word day and night, it brings you joy. He'll keep you in perfect peace. Those that keep their minds stayed on him, he'll keep you. And perfect peace. And if you read the rest of this psalm, you'll find out that because you decided not to do those three knots and that one instead, you get pleasure, fruitfulness. Your leaves never dry. You have a permanent resources. Are you hearing me? Read the rest of it. It said that, watch this. And, and here's what I love about it. 
Because in that last verse, in that last verse, it said, watch this. For the Lord watches over the way. <laughs> the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. So if you're straight with God, if you're 100 with him, and you're not doing those three knots in that one instead, if you're doing what the word of God is saying to you, he watches over your way. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You lead me for your sake. Come on, talk back to me. David had it right in 23. He watches over the way. In other words, he don't he ain't letting you walk by yourself. He got you. He's watching you all the way. He's watching. He watches the way. He knows the way. He he already knows what's ahead. He knows what's around the corner. So because he knows the way of the righteous, even if you come against some obstacles, it's not gonna stop you. He knows your way. And because he knows the way. I like what David said in 23. He prepares a table. <laughs> so you have a choice. Hey, Miss Wells, you have a choice. What do you want to do? Do you want to be happy? That's the question. That's the question. Do you want to be happy? 